For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey, this is Bill DeMott. If you think you're tough enough, you'll listen to In the Room with Brady Hicks. And if you're not tough enough, <laughs> you'll listen to the strolling Kathy. But I'm here to tell you, Hugh Morris says so, Bill DeMott says so, and if you have to answer the general election, he says so. <laughs> In the Room with Brady Hicks. You better be listening. Right here live on VOCNation.com. I'm Brady Hicks. I've got with me, uh, well, I've got a, the fantastic crew that accompanies me each and every week. Uh, we have, once again, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Not much, Brady. It's another cold northeast Tuesday night. I hate it. I hate it. Did you change up the opener just for me? That was very nice of you. Thank you. Uh, no, I, I hate it. But you know what? <laughs> Spring is right around the corner, right? So, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Six more weeks of winter. Uh, we also have, uh, the, well, four more now. We also have the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. How you doing, sir? Ah, great to be here. You know, I, I got asked again about the forbidden door thing, right? And I, mm-hmm. I told him, I, my response was, yeah, actually, my my door actually knocked. And I went to open the door, <laughs> and it was a, it was a pizza man. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I felt bad. I had a little bit of a sacrilege on your Facebook this week, but I thought it was funny at the timing. Uh, <laughs> first of all, we have Patrick Patrick joining us once again, the, the hack. How you doing, Pat? <laughs> oh, Brady, by God, Hicks, man, I am ready to go today. Forbidden doors flying open. Cody Rhodes oh. works somewhere. Who knows? Is it a work? Is it a shoot? 
and, and love is in the air, Brady Hicks. It was just Valentine's Day, which is your birthday. Yeah. So happy belated birthday to yeah, all happy birthday. Birthday. I'm a V-Day baby. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's uh, For a long time, it was the most depressing birthday you could imagine, but uh, it, it's okay <laughs> now. So not as bad. Now it's depressing for her. So. Uh, <laughs> I only kid, of course. Now, Stro, you put up the thing the other day. It was a, it was like a, from the John, whatever. I, I don't remember the verse, but it, it talked about you know, knocking, yeah. knocking, and the and and you know the door will be open to you. And I said, not sure if Tony Khan or Jesus. And I thought it was oh. funny. I, I thought it was. I'm, well, I'm sure I mean, other people did. I mean, Jesus got a sense of humor too, right? So. Yeah, I would. Have. Well, sick. if not, I'm, I'm in a I'm lot of trouble. Yeah. So, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Love is in the air tonight. I want to talk about uh, our favorite wrestling relationships. Certainly, that was a great idea brought to the table by Pat. Uh, we're also obviously going to talk about the Cody Rhodes thing, which I happen to believe one hundred percent of work. But we'll see. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Um, Usually what I do is I just kind of change what I said after the fact to kind of match whatever it becomes. So uh, more than likely that's what we'll be doing in this case here. Um, we also have, and this is a brutal guest, actually. I'm, I'm really excited about this. Uh, from Ring of Honor and certainly from Indies all up and down the East Coast, we have Brutal Bob Evans. Uh, now, I, I don't know as much about Bob Evans, so it'll be interesting, but I know he has this, this whole seminar thing going on, you know, where he teaches wrestlers about not just wrestling, but about life. And, and um, you know, I guess being financially sound and, and being smart and just all kinds of stuff. And this uh, program is known as The Wrestle Life. So we're going to learn about that tonight in addition to, I'm sure, checking out Bob's career. Uh, more than just great biscuits, Kathy, which, by the way, Bob Evans does have amazing biscuits. Almost as good as Cracker Barrel. I was thinking about uh, it. I was like, man, I haven't been to Cracker Barrel in a minute. Like, <laughs> do I need to go back uh, there? Yeah. Cracker Barrel, not as successful of a wrestler, for obvious reasons. Who does Cracker Barrel would be a hell of a name for, like, a, a big-bellied southern wrestler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love to see a wrestling version of Cracker Barrel. It would be amazing. Just have an entire wrestling promotion based on fast food mascots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comes out with the barrel. It would be amazing. It would be really good. Uh, nine and the territory. <laughs> yes. Be like that old Wrestlelicious program. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just remember Jimmy Hart. It's Wrestlelicious, baby. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in. Uh, Mike, I see we got you there. We'll get to you in a little bit. Uh, probably after the guest, if that's okay. I hope that's okay. Mike is Malcolm's brother. For those who aren't familiar, he calls him once in a while. Uh, we always like hearing from Mike. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. Um, you know, we're talking romances and ra- – or maybe we should start out with Cody. That probably is the bigger story. I just want to make sure to get everything in. Um, Cody, we'll need a romance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cody. Cody. So he basically established AEW, and now he's leaving – um, for what I can assume we'll be chasing the 24-7 title around for a couple of years. I, I'm not sure entirely. <laughs> I I don't know. I 
That's 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 what's being implied. I I still think AEW does these these horrible swerves where they'll say basically like something is happening and then they just take them off TV for a month and then they come back to the biggest reaction they've gotten in a month. And uh, I, I I don't know. I just got the feeling it's going to be one of those things. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts about it? I know Papa Stro has some strong thoughts on it. We were talking earlier, so I want to see where your head's at before I throw my copying yeah. ideas into the, <laughs> the ring. Well, I'm I'm kind of I'm with you, Brady. I'll believe this when I see it. I mean, we've seen a lot over the years. I mean, like we were talking about Pillman earlier. I mean, and Pillman showed up all these different promotions, right? And he almost threatened to urinate in ECW. Ring one time. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it, it was it was crazy, but I mean, he he worked everybody, and and I, I'm I'm wondering if you know Cody's kind of just grabbing attention just to uh us all at the end, per se. Now, if I remember Pillman correctly, didn't he even work the promoters to the point where he was able to get his release so he could play all the companies against each other? <laughs> yes. I mean. Yes. Don't I remember something about he went to Las Vegas and he was acting all crazy and then he like he winked at Jim Ross as he walked away and that t- Jim Ross was apparently one of the only people that knew that like this whole thing was like not on the up and up. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Remember when he fought the pencil? Yeah. When he fought the pencil? That was tremendous. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. This the so, stuff he so did, amazing. Yeah. Stuff he did in ECW was amazing. So he was yeah. really creatively good there. So. I don't see all that from Cody. I'm going to be honest. I, he's a he's a little bit more like Triple H. He's more like cerebral. I don't I don't know if we can ever pull off what uh, Pillman did ever again. There's too much news coverage. There's too much dirt sheets. Even someone making like a, a rumor of about something would get enough traction that you would be able to to get the real story out. But what? Um, <laughs> it's it's really interesting the timing of this Cody thing with the timing of the Shane McMahon stuff, and I'm just like maybe the business as a whole is down. Maybe you know COVID really hit them hard. Sure, we're getting all these profits, but how do we recover from this? How do we keep going? And I'm wondering if Tony and Vince got together. Wouldn't be the first time Vince has had cut a deal with his rival. Um. And maybe just to, to drum up a little excitement, you fire the son of the company. You you let the founder of the other company walk, and suddenly one day, you know, uh, I do have tickets for a show about a week from tomorrow right here in Connecticut. Okay. Very interesting timing. Someone just walking out of his backyard in Bridgeport, Connecticut, seeing Shane McMahon. I don't know. I mean – it's so hard when you are brought up in the business and you literally look as everything as a work until it's proof to be reality to you. Um, you know, I have so many people who think that professional sports are, are a work and it's just like Super Bowl is for sure. I certainly seem like the refs were were in on the Rams <laughs> on that last drive. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> no penalties the whole game, six on the final drive. All right. Right. Right, right. <laughs> See, this is the problem. When you're in the business, you're like, nothing's real. Nothing can possibly be real. Everybody's trying to put something over on me. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's working everybody. What's yep. the angle? What's the flim flam? Yep. Yep. That's why my girlfriend and I never talk politics, because I think it's all a work. I think it's all an angle. I don't trust anything. It's horrible. It's, a, it's an awful way to live. 
It really is. It is yeah. not healthy. No, it's not. It's not. But uh, this is what they've created. So, so you take Cody, you take Shane McMahon. Uh, do, do we get a third company here, <laughs> or a fourth company, or whatever? I mean, I don't. I don't see it personally, but. You never. Bill Actor just had a story talking about what if Shane McMahon invaded AEW with that's all what, these drunk. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, that that's the AEW. That's the show that you're going to. Yeah, that's AEW. Oh, okay. okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. really upset if I found out my buddies bought me hard cam tickets. Like, I I can't do that. I can't Wait. be sitting there on hard cam. Hey, maybe that's when we can see the debut of the initiative uh, clip that added. Um, Braun Strowman then now Adam Sheeran. Oh yeah. Yes. That'd be cool. Are they talking yeah. about coming in now? Uh, that's I, one of the many rumors out there, I guess. I don't hmm. know, but you know. Okay. I mean I'm I'm excited. Listen, I, I always thought Cody was pretty cool. neck tattoo aside, I uh, can't stand that. But I I mean I, I, I always I always thought he was cool. I uh, Kathy, I know you're a big Cody Rhodes fan, obviously, being close with the family and everything. you have any thoughts about maybe where Cody might head? I don't know. I'm on the fence. I mean, you hear, you know, what that I sent to you guys that AEW put out. And yeah. then you yeah. hear different things. I, I don't know. I, if it's a work, it's amazing. But like I said, you never say never about going back to someplace. Yeah. Well, that is, that is the thing, right? You know, a couple of things I learned many, many years ago. One is never say never. Another one is uh, not a match. Not a match, brother. Uh, so yeah, you never know. It's uh, <laughs> interesting. Interesting for sure. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five, and we can talk about that all night long. Um, yeah, Pat, you also brought up the idea of like the wrestling romances, and obviously there have been some some fun ones over the years. There have been some weird ones over the years. Um, but yeah, definitely a definitely a fan for sure. I mean, for me, the one that always kind of brings the warm fuzzies, and, and for other people it brings other things, but. Um, I got my first Pro Wrestling Illustrated cover story off of Edge and Lita, basically. I was going to bring that one up because I I wanted to talk about not so much outside of the ring, but inside of the ring, like more gimmicks. Mm -hmm. And I thought as I was losing my interest in being a fan at that point in time, that brought me back. And then to not know, kind of just like we're talking about with Cody, blurring the lines between work and a shoot. And you're like... What is going on here? It was really, really well done. Um, whether it was healthy for the parties that were involved in it, I don't think so. But, man, did that make some money and that make for some good TV. Very uncomfortable for them, for sure. And I felt really bad for Matt Hardy there because, like, obviously he got cheated on. Uh, he was jilted. And then he got fired on top of it. He, he, they, he, they, they gave him the boot. Um, then with the fan reaction, they brought him back. But I'm thinking it's almost healthier for him to move on than to come back and do this angle, you know? And I'm sure they saw yeah. big money out of it because of everything that was kind of going on between them and everything. But I, I don't know that it ever quite played out the way that they thought it should have because it, there was just it was just too much hurt feeling there. It just wasn't a workable situation. All right. 
And then uh, I, I was thinking, like, for the one that really we always talk about kind of what we liked when we were kids, and, man, there was nothing better than Ric Flair and Miss Elizabeth, Elizabeth Patton that horse. He was doing the pictures. She'd be by, like, poolside or whatever, you know. They, yeah. they had all the great with yeah. the R and the L pillows and the – and I, we never got to see that spread at WrestleMania, like they said. I th- no. That was always a disappointment for me as a, as a young fan. Hogan denied it, but Flair was, like, open and honest. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan had the lust in his eyes, though. We all saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Hogan did have the, uh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. Did uh, I'm trying to think of, like, what kind of – what would be, like, a fun little on-screen hmm. – I think they tried like, something different with, with uh, what was that, Otis and, and Mandy? Yeah. That with. They yeah. tried something a little different there. I mean, they've tried it before with, like, Eugene and, I mean, even going back to George the Animal Steel and probably examples further back that I can't get. But it's just because we know so much about the inner workings of all these workers' lives, like, you know, talking about Cody, what yeah. is the reality television show aspect of this? Is he going to get something on Peacock? Um, it's hard to, to bring that into play, and a lot of times we see when that's brought into play is actually at the detriment of the relationship. Um, sure. But sure. I like the couple stuff. Um although I didn't really appreciate the fake engagement that I had to witness in Orlando between Cena and Nikki Bella. But, like, <laughs> the, the Maurice and Miz stuff going against other power couples, yeah, yeah, it, you, yeah you can't see me at the altar because I'm out. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, going against other power couples, like, I think that's a good dynamic because it's not like breaking up a couple that we know are actually still together. Um, I think that's one of the weirdest things when they break up TV couples, even though the people are still together. Like, everybody knows. It's not the the days of, you know, the heels ride with the heels and the faces ride with the faces. Yeah. People know. So I think it would be really hard to do, like, a love storyline without it being really, really over-the-top kayfabe. Yeah. You know? Like, like make it look um, very unnatural almost. Sure, sure. And then, as a result, most of these on-screen romances are based on some form of reality that's been twisted or, in WWE's case, often perverted. Um, one comes to mind, another New England guy, Mike Bennett. You know, the stuff he yep. was doing with Maria. Uh, obviously, they were the Canellises in WWE, which was a little strange because even she didn't go by that last name when she was there before. Uh, but they did it, you know, that, that, that's kind of what they went with. And I remember they, they really played around with this idea that she was like kind of leading them around by the, uh, by the hoo-hahs, yep. Kathy, you know, kind of pulling them around. And... <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's been a lot of angles like that, like the kind of devil woman leading the man astray. But then I think about all the stuff that, that Jeff Jarrett has been through with various and sundry wives. Oh, and, no. like, every time there's a gimmick, it's like poor Jeff Jarrett's getting divorced again. Right. <laughs> By the way, that that feud with Kurt Angle and TNA was really good. It was, it was a amazing. Good feud. <laughs> Might have been my favorite feud in TNA. Like, it was it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because <laughs> it worked, you know. What was the old Randy Savage line? He, he uh, 
he he had a wife, and then he brought her yeah. on the road, and then he, he didn't have I, a wife uh, no more. I said I never ran a gimmick with my wife until I did. Then I didn't have a wife no more. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, he, he told that to Paige when uh, Kimberly was starting to get into a couple. That's of funny. And like, there was an entire one. period where, where there was dancers on Nitro. I have just recalled that. Yeah, it was. We had like night, the Nitro girls were like cheerleaders. I. Man, the nineties were a weird time. <laughs> like the early two thousands. Oh yeah. man, those ni- those nitro girls. Yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine they were really over in the locker room. No. Oh. Uh, and that's a, a interesting way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. K five that Brady. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know, but yeah, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five, and then like you said, like the Mandy Rose and like uh, the Otis thing, like yeah, I mean you're right, like it does kill it to a certain extent when I can go on Mandy Rose's Wikipedia to find out who she's dating, you know? Or Obviously, it's not Otis, you see exactly. Pic- yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So it, I mean, it's a little weird. It, it's a little the same thing with like Alexa Bliss, like she's going through this therapy every week, but at the same time, she's been fully cured on her Instagram the whole time. You know, it's hard, I'm not man. It's hard but, yeah. to to like make this brand. People don't view the WWE and AEW people as they do other actors. It's not just a role. It's it's an extension of who you are. Yeah, and exactly. So like, it's hard to get that break, especially when a lot of the times your shoot name is really you know close to your work name, or you've been going by your work name so long that it's you know you respond to that. I remember yeah. working with. Uh, Rock and Rebel back in the day, and this dude uh, O Dog, and I O Dog, I love O Dog. <laughs> yeah, I kept calling O Dog by his his shoot name. They got really mad at me. I'm like, dude, I don't know. It's odd for for me to call you as a person O Dog. I'm like, what would you call him, Darren here. King of Drinks? <laughs> uh, and and Rebel too, like Rebel. Yeah. Uh, I just called Rebel. Nothing else. Yeah. You know, it's, okay. I mean, it's, how you yeah. get so ingrained in your character. Right, right. It's, it's hard to make these splits. And speaking of Alexa Bliss, I think the best thing that happened with who she was dating is when um, uh, she became the manager of, was it Murphy and, oh my God, he's one of the Forgotten Sons. And I can Wesley, Wesley. Uh, well, yeah. Blake, Blake. Blake, Mur- Blake, Blake and Murphy. Murphy and yeah. she said, man, what Bam. a great run that was. That yeah. was an amazing run. And, and they never, yeah. they should have followed through with that, honestly. Like, yeah, that, I mean, that's a whole other show. Why I know, I know. NXT 1.0 never worked on the main roster. I mean, look at Trish. Look how many people she's French kissed on TV. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It used to be like a proverbial torch. Then it became Trish, you know? You become a headliner after you make out with Trish. Yeah. Uh, on TV. I mean, or, or, or you kiss yeah. the boss's butt. Right. Yeah. I mean, she kissed Jericho, Christian. Who else? God knows. Uh, the Rock, John Tess. Cena, Tess. The Rock, yeah, right. Now that was a fun uh, marriage and, and love gimmick with Tess, Stephanie, and Triple H. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could not happen today, but was fun at the time. Didn't Chuck Benjamin catch her after she took a shower? She had the towel on? She had the nose guard on, remember? No. I think you're remembering that correctly, but I don't have a of a member. I remember Shelton had a couple of, like, 
romance storylines that pittered out and then he yeah. had his mom for a while. Yeah. He yeah, did have his mom. Right. Was uh, Thea Vidal was his mom. Yeah. So hired an actress to play his mom. And a well-known wow. actress, which made it funny. Um, <laughs> Trish and Mickey James, one of my all-time favorite greatest romances. There is. That oh, was good. wow, yeah. The edit of that WrestleMania 20 match is a crime. Because that is one of the creepiest moments in professional wrestling. And to take that away from people I know. I is, know. is baffling. That, oh, man, what an angle that was. Uh, you know, I think she's finally starting to get her due. And I think that last run before they put her stuff in a garbage bag and fired her. But yeah. Mickey James has to be talked about with, with the GOAT of women's wrestling. Oh, for I sure. Mean, for sure. She's been able to do so much, have such a long career. Yeah. She, um. I love that match. I, and she's I still making like, history. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. What I really like about Mickey is, like, she was able to leave, have that entirely different run in TNA, and then come back and became, like, the time, you know, with the split brands and stuff, they had Natalia kind of run in one locker room, and they had Mickey run in the other. And it just, it really worked. You know, it, it just really worked. Yeah, I don't think the knockouts get enough credit either for kind of, like, being the first wave of the new evolution of women's wrestling. Like right, Gale for Kim sure. And Mickey for James sure. and Kong, and the, they were tearing apart. I'm, apparently, I just turned today into Patrick used to really, really like TNA back in the day. <laughs> and we knew that. I three pay-per-views We knew that. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. back then the shows were great. Oh, oh, I used so to order good. them all, yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? I mean, obviously, TNA was a huge part of that legacy. Uh, but another company, and I'm sure we'll be – Kind of touching on that, in addition to all the other things that our, our guest has going on, I'm going to sidetrack this discussion because we're very excited. We actually have the brutal one. We have Bob Evans joining us on the program. Bob, I am honored to have you here today. Thank you so much for taking the time. What's going on, my man? You there? Hello. I'll try that again. That was disappointing. <laughs> we had a good good segue and build up. Too. I know, I know. Oh, right. It'll never be as good the second time, I guarantee. Well, you. Brutal Bob is. It's like Todd A says, never as good as the first time. <laughs> New England Royals. Oh, uh, one of the Godfathers. Let's try this again. Uh, so we're going to bring on uh, Bob Evans, Brutal Bob Evans. How you hey. doing, Bob? What's going on, man? Hello, guys. How are you? Let me just switch you over to my headset here. Yes. Give me one second. Yes. I'm so disappointed, there we Bob, go. because I had this doing? great intro, and uh, hey. it fell apart. But uh, we're glad to have you. We really are, man. Uh, what, what's going on well, for you? How, how are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. I'm here. I'm, uh, I'm on the road. I'm uh, in, my, in my Clark Kent job. I'm my real-life job. I, I work as a courier, and it fits beautifully with wrestling. It pays great. The company treats me well, and uh, I really, really love it because it reminds me so much of wrestling. Just a lot of driving, and then when you show up, okay. people are happy to see you. So that's good. So, <laughs> yes, sir. That's, so awesome. that's what I'm up to. Oh, that's cool. Uh, now, I, I keep hearing about, and I'm going to jump right in because, obviously, you're one of those people that has really kind of distinguished yourself as, like, 
having a balanced life where it's not just about wrestling. It's about so many different things that kind of make this life what it is. And you've kind of encapsulated that in thewrestlelife.com and, you know, everything that you've got going on there. For those who aren't familiar, maybe tell us a little bit about The Wrestle Life to start out. Well, sure. Uh, as of, uh, well, let's see, Friday I celebrated uh, 30 years in this great business. And the, Congrats. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, thank you, thank you. And uh, it's it's been fantastic, and I've gone through a lot of different changes in wrestling. I've been through marriages, I've had kids. Um, it's it, it's really been a wonderful journey, and uh, really I've learned the lo- most the last probably eight or nine years. And one of the reasons WrestleLife came about was because I actually tried to turn pro for the first time four years ago in 2018. And believe it or not, guys, it didn't go well. Uh, I, went, I resorted uh, back to my gambling habits. I had been a year clean, and uh, you might have seen it. I'm three years clean now, but I had a real bad relapse about three years ago, a little bit before that. And it was uh, all because I had tried to live into a reality that I didn't see, that I actually didn't want to be in. In other words, I never wanted to do wrestling full time. Now, even if I do wrestling for 60 hours a week, I still don't consider mm-hmm. that full time because I want to have a life outside of just wrestling. I want to have a good family life. I want to be with my kids. I want to be with my wife. I want to have friends outside of wrestling, have other interests. I want to fold wrestling into uh, to make it a more enriching part of my life rather than just devoting everything to wrestling. And TheWrestleLife.com really teaches you how to do that as best as possible. Now, if you want to go for it full-time, that's fine. But I try to help people who want to kind of balance it and make it a big part of their life and a more lucrative part of their life, but maybe not their entire life. And that's why I call it The Wrestle Life because you make wrestling part of your life instead of making it everything in your life. And I think we've seen so many people give everything they've had to this business and come up empty on the other end. You know, I just said goodbye to another friend last week, and, uh, you know, if the rumors are true, and I won't share them here, we lost another one, and it's because I think wrestling broke his heart, and I just don't want to see that anymore. And so this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to make it where... You know, because when I started, guys, and even up to maybe a few years ago, it was you either have to be the uh, uh, a dirt poor mud show outlaw guy or wrestling Roman Reigns at, at WrestleMania, and there's got to be an in between, and there is, and we found that sure, in between. Sure. I'm trying, I'm pu- I'm pushing hard for a wrestling middle class, and I think we're starting to see that. With so many people having interest out of wrestling, we see it with Brian Myers, we see it with Matt Cordona, we see it with um, Chris Jericho even. We see it, you know, Chris Jericho was one of the pioneers of this. But actually, guys before that, Tito Santana, you know, Tito Santana's been teaching for 20 years and has tenure uh, as a middle school Spanish teacher and also wrestles for, if he feels like it, for a lot of money. We can mm-hmm. this life, guys. And uh, so, really, the WrestleLife.com is is trying to make all that work, trying to balance it, teaching you how to travel, teaching you how to wrestle at good places, teaching you how to get your foot in the door, and then travel efficiently, effectively, and wrestle as much as you can 
while minimizing the sacrifices you make with work time and family. So to summarize it, and I mean, you know, to, to just kind of look at everything that you're saying, basically wrestling doesn't have to destroy your personal life if you have your priorities in order. Does that seem safe to say? I've seen, agreed. I've seen so many people, mostly men, a lot of my friends come back, unfortunately, come back sick, crazy, dead, um, never been able to, never been able to bounce back, depressed. They get hooked on yeah. drugs. They get hooked on alcohol. I've seen, I've seen too much of it. And I've also seen people who might have been able to just wrestle locally and wrestle regionally, travel to a couple of states and come home, get discouraged to do that because, well, you're just no, you don't want it bad enough. And what does that even mean? Oh, man. I think we all can. Yeah. I know plenty yeah. of people so that true. play. I know, I know plenty of people that play hockey leagues at 6 in the morning, three times a week, and they still go to work as a stockbroker. I know plenty of people that play in the softball league. I know plenty of people in Magic the Gathering tournaments. I know plenty of people that do a ton of stuff where they're very passionate about it, even earn some good money from it. But then they go home to their family, they go home to their jobs, and they live a nice, balanced life. We need to start doing that. Look, everybody's mental health has been stretched to the maximum the last two or three years. I think we can all agree with that. Wrestling has saved, wrestling has saved probably saved more lives than it's taken as far as, like, making people have something to look forward to. So even if it's just wrestling is a part of my life and it makes me kind of live, live up to my, you know, live up to my miserable job all week until I can go wrestle on the weekends. Well, then that, again, wrestling, you're using wrestling to help enhance your life where you have something to look forward to. So yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. Um, and that doesn't mean that I can't teach people how to go full time. I've taught plenty of people how to go full time. I've taught plenty of people how mm-hmm. to cut back on their schedule. I've taught, plenty of people how to um, use other tools in wrestling, you know, uh, to launch themselves into other businesses within wrestling. So it it can be done a a variety of ways, but once we start kind of breaking the chains of either I'm the poorest, baddest independent wrestler, as in worst independent wrestler in the world, or I'm in the main event at WrestleMania and there's no in-between, once we start playing – with that big in-between, that's when things start getting real exciting and interesting. And that's what I'm trying to really put forward there. So that's that's been my mantra and my message the last few years. I, I think that's really awesome And talking about, like, a middle class in wrestling and then putting it in comparison to people who, you know, might have been superstar high school athletes who still play in beer leagues. There's no kind of respect for the beer leagues uh, of the independents. You're, you're right. It's really looked down upon. Um, how much of this do you try and get to the promoters and kind of get promoters to provide a better atmosphere, a better experience for, for wrestlers to kind of help build this community and build people up from here and say, hey, you can just have this as your weekend gig. You can make money. You can live your dream, and it doesn't need to ruin you. I think a, a lot of times we, we got to look at the promoters for this as well. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting question. And how I deal with the promoters is, I did when I started the WrestleLife.com a year ago. I I call, did a call out for promoters all over the country, and this was right in the middle of the pandemic. Everybody was on their butt. Nobody was drawing a dime because half of them couldn't even run. And I said, 
let's let's talk. Let's get together. I talked to eight promotions. Five of those, their numbers have gone up 50% or more. Because I told them, I said, you have to stop thinking about having an incredible wrestling show with awesome matches. I said, you have to start providing a great experience for your fans and for your wrestlers. The way you have a better experience for your fans is you tell them we're going to have a great live show. Come see us. We will freely admit we are not as good as the guys on and girls on TV. We don't have to be. We're live. We're up close. Every seat is a ringside seat. You're within 50 feet of the ring. The wrestlers come out. They shake your hand. You can take pictures with them. And you'll, you'll be in an in a, in a intimate environment. And it'll be a nice, cool thing that you'll all share. That's how you provide a better experience for the fans. And how you provide a better experience for the wrestlers is you draw more money so they pay themselves. <coughs> they can get paid better themselves, and they can pay themselves as well by bringing their merchandise and selling their merchandise. If you don't have a crowd to sell merchandise to, why are you bringing out your shirts? You're bringing out your shirts that you set up on a table, and one person walks by because there's 28 people out there. If you have 150, 250, 300 people out there, now, again, things start getting interesting and exciting. And I, I tell the promoters the same thing I tell the wrestlers. You don't have to be a guy or a girl, because there's a lot of good women promoters out there. You don't have to be a, a guy or a girl who just goes out there and holds wrestling parties for the boys where you lose 500 bucks every week, every month. You can make money at this. Get sponsors, get, get, your, get your seats filled, sell them something while they're in there, and monetize. Monetize every piece of uh, inch, every inch of that space you can. And once you start kind of telling them that it's okay to make money and they don't feel guilty, you'd be surprised how many promoters are guilty. They're like, well, I don't want to rip the fans off. I don't want to. I said, raise your prices. You're worth something. Movies are 15, 20 bucks a shot now. You know, especially now. Going to the movies is a big experience now. We don't go every week like we used to. We go once every two months, and half the people are afraid to go. So when you go to the movies, it's a big deal now. When you go to a sporting event, how much for Super Bowl tickets? Two thousand bucks, thousand bucks. So <laughs> I'll keep I'm going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And I'm going to tell, and I'm going to tell a local promoter that they, if they go from ten to twelve or ten to fifteen, that everybody's going to storm the gates and never come back anymore. Come on, there, we provide so much value and so much fun. We are one of the most unique touring live events you can ever be a part of, and everybody goes to wrestling at least once a year, and everybody has a great time. Wrestling is so cool. It's so fun. And these promoters have to realize that they have something. They have a great event that they can give the fans, and the fans will be grateful to pay that money. But if we walk in and we devalue ourselves, and this is how I tell them. I, I've told promoters this. I've blown their minds. These are promoters that have run for 15 years that blew their minds. I said, how much is, mm-hmm. how much is your budget? Well, my budget, my budget is $2,000. All right, how many seats do you have? 200 seats. I said, if your budget is $2,000 and your seats, you have 200 seats, guess how much you have to charge? They're like, I don't know, 8 bucks. I go, 10 bucks. And that's just to break even. You guys have to charge $15, $20. That's your, that's, your, that's your money line right there. That's your expense line. And they go, wow, I never thought of it that way. And I said, you have to start thinking, of that, thinking about it that way. So once they start wrapping their heads around and saying it's okay to make a little money, now look, I'm not talking about taking advantage of the fans. I'm not talking about ripping anybody off. I'm talking about, you know, we hear people say, know your worth. Well, know your worth as a promoter in a show, in an event. Look at, you get two and a half hours of entertainment with, you know, meeting everybody and concessions and T-shirts and 
all kinds of wacky stuff that happens in wrestling. And you get to yell and scream and boo the bad guys and cheer the good guys. And all we're asking is $15 in return. Sure, how, where do I sign up? And that's what we have to start. You, you can't charge six, eight bucks anymore. That's just not the economy. And that's not, sure. again, that's not me being cynical or capitalist. If it costs you 10 bucks for a seat, you have to charge at least $10 and a penny, right? Because it's the idea of any business is to make a profit. And that doesn't mean an unfair profit. It doesn't mean at the expense of anyone else. It means to make a fair profit where you can run again. And once I started empowering these promoters to do it, most of them ran with it. And like I said, their numbers are up 40 50% across the board. So it, it's, it's, it's kind of a secret project for me right now. I can't name anybody because it's going to be a big, big part of the rest of the life where I put it out as a big case study. And we're going to have these okay. promoters on and they're going to talk about it. But it's reality. And, uh, again, you know, I'm working with a great group in Denver right now, Rocky Mountain Pro, and I've had to, you know, and I've gotten them excited again because they have a lot of great production. They have a lot of great – they have a great Twitch following, but also it's all about live gate too. Let's get the live gate up. Let's get people in the door. You have a great product here. Tell more people about it. Let people know. Make them aware. We're here every Tuesday. We're here many Saturdays and Sundays out of the year. Tell people you're there. You'd be surprised how many people are scared to tell. I know I'm saying you'd be surprised, but it, it, it's shocking, guys, how, how shocking it is that people are scared to tell people that they run a wrestling show and they have wrestlers at, at a wrestling event. It's, um, it, it's really interesting to me. A lot of this just seems kind of like, if you were to sum it up, almost like uh, knowing your value. And I look at, like, some of these tiers with the program and everything, and I'm curious – uh, obviously, Bob, you have a lot of value in the industry. You've done a lot of different things and, and certainly been in high-profile positions. Uh, ha- has there been any pushback with this program? Ha- have people come to you and say this is just totally unreasonable to spend money on this sort of stuff? No, not at all, because what I tell them is I said, yeah, it's the, you know, and I charge 49 bucks a month, and I'm actually going to go up this year. Um, I've actually had people have no problem paying the money because what happens is they go and they sell two, three hundred dollars worth of merchandise over a weekend, and that forty nine dollars is laughable. They go or they go and they get paid more money. They wear a twenty dollar guy and now they're a seventy five dollar guy. I point to Jack Parker, who, who Jack Parker Jr., my my buddy who sold eight hundred dollars worth of merchandise at one show with less than fifty people paid, with no toys, no knockoffs, no Bullet Club T-shirts, nothing like that. He had all his stuff. Now, Jack doesn't always sell $800 worth of stuff in a day, and I have a video explaining how exactly how he did it. But I have but Jack sold six, six or $700 worth of stuff this past weekend. You don't, think he's, you don't think he's worried about paying $49 a month? If I can give you three, four, five times the value, which I know I can if you let me and you do what I tell you, look, there's no guarantees in life, but I pretty much think I can do this. If you And I've done it with so many people. There are people out there wrestling all the time now. There are people that have wrestled in brand-new states. I just got a nice message from a gentleman two days ago that said, you've really changed my life. I really appreciate what you've done. I'm, I'm debuting in three new states this year. These, these are the kind of messages I get all the time. I get very little pushback. Look, if they want to take shots at me, that means I'm famous enough where I'm allowed to get shots at me. People have taken shots at me sure. my whole yeah. life. All I, can, all, I, all I can say is do the program. I offer a 14-day free trial. If anyone is skeptical, 
you just go to therestlife.com, you sign up for the 14-day trial, or you message me. And if that's 14 days is enough, I'll tell you what. For your listeners today, go to prowrestlingstarterkit.com. I will give them a free 30-day trial. I'll give them a free month. Wow. And this sounds like you and I set this you got you and it sounds like you and I set this up and we did not. I will give them a free month. ProWrestlingStarterKit.com. Write it down. Free 30 days. Check it out. You can cancel. I will not have my feelings hurt. But I have a feeling that you're going to stay on because once you see all the value we, we have in there, where we teach you how to wrestle in the ring, we teach you how to travel better. I have a – guys, I have a, I have a class in there where I teach people how to book a plane ticket. You know why? Because I booked 11 plane tickets for wrestling rookies who didn't know because they had never flown before. I book travel for people. I've booked hotels for people. I have classes in there where I tell you how to book a a three-state, 2,200-mile road trip where you sleep in a comfortable bed, you don't use your own car, and you don't don't spend a ton of money. This is the the stuff I can teach you. And and guess what? A lot of it is common sense, and a lot of it is experience that I've put together in the last 30 years, especially the last 10. But – if no one is doing it and no one is raising their hand and saying, we have to teach all these young people how to do this, because it, it, what it does, guys, is it empowers you, and it makes you want to do it more, because now you go, oh, I can fly to wrestling, and I won't bust my budget. And you know what the easiest do to fly to wrestling and not bust your budget is? Get a second job, pay for that ticket, and fly yourself wherever you want. I don't care. Do it. Do it. Do you know how many people fly themselves to wrestling and make it pretend like the promoter paid for them? More than you think. More than you think. I know when I started flying myself, yeah. and I know when I, well, I know, and I know when I started flying myself, I worked deals for promoters all the time. I still do. Half the time when I walk up to promoters, I say, I have this promoter on Friday, this promoter on Saturday, and you're available on Sunday. I, you can bring me in for one third of a round trip plane ticket. What do you think? Oh, that sounds great. I'll do it. Because I just saved them sixty-seven percent on a plane ticket for me. That's the biggest travel expense. Yeah. Usually, the plane ticket. So once you walk up to a promoter, make it easy for a promoter to book you. Make it easy for a promoter to say, wow, this guy or girl is really looking out for me. They care about me. They're trying to serve me. And that's why you, and if you guys follow any of my stuff, you know one of my hashtags is serve first. It, it's because you walk in with sure. the spirit of service. This is what I can do for you, and this is how I'm going to make it affordable for you to use me or take a look at me or, you know what, I'll, I'll go in myself the first time. I'll fly in. I'll prove myself to you. And if there's, any, if, if, you, if there's anything you can pay me, I'd appreciate it. But if not, that's fine. Just use me next time and pay me next time. Now, obviously, don't go somewhere five times and get taken advantage of. Again, this isn't me telling everybody to be a stupid mark and be dumb and just hmm. get taken advantage of. But, but then again, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of following the Netflix model and the Hulu model. And the Disney Plus model. Hulu ain't afraid to give you a free 30 days, so why should I? Hulu ain't afraid. You know, network, uh, Netflix isn't afraid. Disney Plus isn't afraid. And, and, and you know what? I'm going to get a little serious and a little dark here for a second. But, again, you know, I, I hate to bring up suicide again. But how many people did Netflix save from killing themselves during the pandemic because they wanted to catch a show? Now, I know that sounds kind of grave and serious, but think about the, think about the service Netflix provides. Think about the service sure. all the streamers provided. Those people, they kept people to live another day. And all we got to do, man, is I've talked people off the, I've talked people off, off the shelf before. All you got to do is get them to live another day. And that's what you tell. That's what they tell people. This is, my cousin is a big wake at the suicide hotline. That's what they tell you. Get them to go through and get them, get them through the night. 
We can always get them help in the morning, but get them through the night. And that's what you do. Talk to them. Get them through the night. Well, Netflix does their version of it. Now, that's a byproduct of Netflix providing an excellent service. But do you think Netflix is worried about giving you a free 30 days? Never. Because guess what? How many people cancel Netflix? And even if they cancel it, how many people get it again when the next cool show is on? Sure. For sure. So, Bob, you said uh, over the past 10 years it's been really different. And I know 10 years ago, 2012, you did Iron Week to celebrate your 40th birthday. You handpicked your yes. match one match a week. Uh, several people that I've had the absolute pleasure of working with, some really talented individuals. And I, I don't I don't want to talk about father time creeping up on you, but 50's coming up quick. Are we going to see another Iron Week? 50's coming up on September 3rd, and, uh, well, I can tell you this. I'm wrestling Jaden Newman in Chattanooga, Tennessee on March 26th in an Iron Week preview match. So if that gives you any indication that there might be one this year, probably right around the time I'm celebrating my 50th birthday, you might be right. Now, I can't confirm or deny these rumors that you just started yourself, <laughs> but I will tell you that uh, there, is a light, there is a likelihood that that may happen. That's awesome. I would really like to see you, and I know you've made a, a big impact in Anthony Green's life. Uh, I remember him being a referee back in the day and just talking about the linear seminars and sitting under the learning tree. So I'm hopeful somewhere in Connecticut, uh, you, you and Anthony Green, I would really appreciate it uh, right around that Iron League. Well, and, and uh, I know he's someone who had a big I, impact. I love that young man. Uh, I was just actually talking to him, uh, trying to get him to Denver. And, of course, you know, Anthony Green is, you know, one of the top quality people. And when he got let go from 205 Live, I thought that they're going to pay, they're going to pay for that mistake. Um, but he did it with class, and he already had a plan that afternoon because he's Anthony Green. And he and I, we actually spoke last week, and he actually offered me some encouraging words because I wasn't necessarily down, but I was just looking for a next step, and he provided me with that. So, yeah, he's been a good friend. It's been great to see him mature, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's actually one of the people on my list to do it because I know he'll take good care of me, and like you said, father time is creeping up, and I'm not offended by that. I embrace my age because one of the things I always wanted to be is the cool old guy in the room, and I've managed that so far, so I just want to kind of keep that going, and uh, I still want to be able to be somewhat in touch. I know I'm an old white guy, and that's okay, but I want to be somewhat in touch with – um, the youth of America and, you know, having two teenagers at home, I think it's more important than ever that people of a certain age reach back and uh, help pull up, their, pull up the young people and, and mentor them and look after them and uh, really take good care of them. So, yeah, that's, that's the plan as far as that all goes. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's an exciting time in wrestling, guys. You know, Cody Rhodes makes the announcement and three years ago, and then he makes another, another announcement yesterday. So it's uh, it's a wild time in wrestling, and things seem to change daily. And I imagine that something else will change in another week, and we'll have that to talk about. So with all the rumors <laughs> sure. going around about Stone Cold and people getting excited oh, about Stone Cold. Oh, we didn't even get into that today. You know? No. Not yet. So, Not yet. Um, before, uh, well, before, before I take you guys loose, I do promise you guys a little mini coaching call here. So – I want to turn it around on you guys. Let me play host for a minute. So if you guys uh, have uh, some – oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I'll be I'll, – I'll, I'm, <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I'll take good care of you. I'll get you through it. 
Um, but if you Be guys gentle, have brother. Any, anything, y'all, of course, all day. But if you're, if you guys have anything you're struggling with, or anything that's coming on, or next steps I can help you with, or a question that you might be asking about what's going on with your futures in the wrestling business, or however, however you fit in there, podcasting, wrestling, whatever, um, fire away. I'm, I'm right here. If there's anything, any kind of general advice I can give you, or next, uh, like I said, next steps is what I'm a big fan of, like what the next step would be. Tell me where you are, and tell me where you are in your journey, and tell me what you're looking forward to, or oh, what, what you're struggling with. I, I needed you several decades ago when, when, I, when I could have heard that, hey, you can do this and have it be just part of, of your life and still have your day-to-day job um, because I, I got out of the business um, because I worked a few companies. I, I stayed here in Connecticut. Literally, I just went through your entire um, match history, and I'm like before, after you in a couple companies here and there. We've worked with a lot of the same people, and I just stopped doing it because – I was never going to even be the biggest in New England. You know, there's, those shoes are very big to fill by, by someone who, who's a, a fantastic um, announcer. And, man, if I had you, you know, a few years ago with the idea that I could, could actually make a living in this, just doing it small time, it would have been appreciated. Um, so what, do you, what, what does a podcast like us got to do to get big, though? That's uh, it's a question I get a lot, believe it or not. And here's here it is. You guys ready? You're going to be shocked sure at thing. this wild information that you've never heard before. In fact, I may have actually just said it 15 minutes ago. The biggest thing you can do, as dumb as this sounds, is tell every – you have to make people aware of who you are. Now, I have a very, very good uh, marketing coach. His name is Shane Sams, okay? Now – he, he runs a podcast. He runs a podcast and a website called FlipLifestyle.com. Shane, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to tell people to sign up for that, but Shane is a big wrestling fan too, giant wrestling fan. In fact, if you guys remember a few months ago with the Orange Cassidy thing, where the guy in the crowd was emulating Orange Cassidy, my coach was the one that actually videoed that. So, um, I know wrestling's weird. It all ties in, right? It's all a big circle. Sure. But Shane is. Uh, right. Shane. Shane is one of these guys who believes in CPR, so constant, prolific, and relentless marketing. So constant means you're doing it every day. Prolific means you're doing a lot of it, and relentless is you don't give up. So every day. Now, you have to tell people with your voice, but you have to tell people on social media. Um, I would suggest getting an email list because email lists, even though they sound archaic, they are wildly valuable. You guys get all kinds of stuff in your email box. Some of it you respond to, some of it you don't, but you get it. Prolific, obviously, is you got to have a lot of content, and you're covering that with your podcast. Get put out good quality podcasts, get good guests, get you know get the word out, let people know that you're pushing the business, let people know that you're supporting the business, independent wrestling, pro wrestling, and uh, relentless is you don't give up. You don't put out two episodes and then, well, that's it. I guess you know we're done. I guess they, sure. they said that about sure. 70% of podcasts stop after the first 20 episodes or something like that. So I'm stalled at 12, so I'm, I'm no one to talk. But it, it, I have tons of stuff in the, in the bank that I need to put out, so I'm going to put it out. But you have to provide that content. You have to provide a lot of it. You have to be relentless in your marketing. You have to let people know every day, every day, every day, here we are, here we are, here we are. Now, that may be if, if you guys want to invest a little bit and put a little paid – Facebook ads behind it, you can do that, or you can just kind of schedule. The best part about Facebook uh, business posts these days is you can actually schedule them. 
So you guys could just take a Saturday morning for two hours, and you got all three of you could say, I'll take – you take March, I'll take April, we'll take May, and you guys could just start, you know, putting out different things. Like, And obviously, mm-hmm. if you're doing more of a news site, it would be a little bit more specific. But if you're just kind of doing, hey, check us out, we're here, we're on this network, check us out here, here's our website, here's our – Here's our Spotify. Here's our iTunes. Excuse me. Whatever you want to do, you have to make people aware. Here's our YouTube page. Here's our this. Here's our that. If you don't let people know that you exist, they will forget you exist. And I know that sounds like common sense, but 99% of the people I've given that advice to don't take it, which means that's a nice little 1% uh, percentile for you guys to jump in and snag that. And how you grow is one fan at a time. One fan at a time. Don't try to get to a million tomorrow. If you're at 10 today, get to 11 tomorrow. If you're at 2015 today, get to 2016 tomorrow. That's it. And just grow them one fan at a time. And believe it or not, sometimes one fan won't be one fan. It'll be zero fans, or it'll be five fans, or it'll be three, it'll be three fans. Do some giveaways. Do some... You know, if you can get comps from WWE or comps from AEW, and believe it or not, it's easier than you think. If you can get stuff like that, or if you just want to invest and say, you know what, I'll I'll buy two $20 seats to WWE at a house show, and we'll just give them away, and then get people on your email list and start building your email list. If you have an email list, if Facebook goes away, which it probably won't, but it might, you never know. Twitter might go away. You never know. (laughs) And if it doesn't go away and somebody just, they don't like you and, you say, I like the president, and they decide that they don't like you to like the president, and they shut you down. You still have an email <laughs> list where you can, you can talk to your people. Get a little website going. That's really smart. A little Squarespace thing. Get a little Squarespace thing going. It doesn't have to be a $900 beautiful website. It's just something that has all your stuff there. And, again, you have your own pirate ship. You can sail your own pirate ship, and now you don't have to worry about um, – all the social media. Now, obviously, the social media is a wonderful tool. I use it all the time, but it's a tool. The rest of it is going to be you communicating with your fans, and then eventually when you get big enough, start digging into where you can get podcast um, sponsors. And I know um, some of the places do it already, and you can, um, you know, start doing some just small ads or just reach out to some of your people around here, maybe something for the rest of life. You don't know. But just kind of a little something where (laughs) – you know, it might be five bucks a show right now. It might be ten bucks a show. It might be, you know, I mean, I know what I know what Bruce and Conrad charge, and they don't charge five bucks a show. <laughs> I know because I've considered advertising on that, and that started with Conrad yeah. being a fan a who wanted to talk to Bruce. Yep. So, so that would be the biggest thing I could say is one fan at a time, consistent, prolific, and relentless. And that's that's fantastic advice. Baba, I know you have to get out of here. Um, if it's okay, we got to get you back at some point because we hardly even touched on your amazing career. All we did was talk about the, the, this amazing program, and you're going to be offering the 30 days uh, free trial for anybody that's listening and wants to uh, to check it out. Just go to TheWrestleLife.com, and uh, everything Easiest that you need is you right read, there. Read all the – yeah, read all the stuff on the read all the stuff on the wrestlelife.com and then go to prowrestlingstarterkit.com and that'll give you the 30-day free trial. That's the easiest way to do it. 
Okay, very cool. Uh, Bob, thank you so much for the time tonight. Before we let you go, I have a huge favor to ask, and actually this will go a long way as far as growing our product as well. Uh, Would we be able to get you to record what we call a bumper to play on the beginning of the show? Of course. Sure. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Tell me what to Uh, say. Tell me what to say, and I'll say it. Yes, sir. No, I appreciate and I appreciate the time tonight. I know we even went over, but like I said, it's an amazing program, and people had to hear about it. Um, so the name of the show is In the Room. If you could just tell people who you are and that you're listening to In the Room, that uh, we can have you on your way after that. But thank you so much. Sure, guys. Uh, here we go. Countdown in three, two. This is Brutal Bob Evans from com, and you are listening to in the Room, one of my favorite podcasts. Bob, thank you so much for the time tonight. I do appreciate it. Like I said, I'd love thank to you, get Bob. you back at some point and talk about your career a little bit as well because, like I said, it's amazing. And it's uh, it's just been this, – this half hour just flew by, man. Well, you're very kind, and uh, I'd love to come back anytime, guys. Thank you. We'll talk real soon. Uh, All right. Take care. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Uh, See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that that was uh, Brutal Bob Evans, and uh, you can be sure to check him out on thewrestlelife.com. And, uh, yeah, just just absolutely amazing stuff right there. So we are going to take a commercial break. Show it's amazing. A lot of the advice that he gave us were actually things that we've talked about over the years, and some of which we've implemented, and some of which I'm I'm just too damn lazy to do, you know, (laughs) just because it's like (laughs) – it's common sense stuff, but at some point, it's just like it becomes mind-numbing, you know? And, um, yeah. I think my biggest issue, and I'm not saying the program doesn't work because obviously he's had a lot of success with it. Uh, I think my biggest issue is um, if you take a million different part-time tasks and throw them all together, you have more than one full-time job, and that makes it very difficult. Uh, but, I, I like I said, it's it's an amazing, amazing program and everybody should be sure to check it out. So we're going to take a commercial break right now. Then we're going to hit the phones. We're going to, like Chip Kelly would say on the old Eagles team, you know, we're going to go to the phones early and often, uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and on the other side, we're going to get to you guys. And uh, maybe we'll get some Derek as well. 914-338-1885. In the room. VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Hey, this is Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of pro wrestling interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, pro wrestling interviews. 
Com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off a uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. We're still out here, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Everybody to in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, right here live on VOCNation.com. You can also check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you to uh, Brutal Bob Evans for the time tonight, and be sure to check out the WrestleLife.com. Excuse me, uh, lots of just nuggets of wisdom there, and uh, just just an interesting time. So, so thank you to him. And uh, we're going to get to the callers in one minute. Certainly a lot to talk about tonight. Before we jump back in, though, Maestro, what do you got going on this week, man? Well, this Thursday night at WCW Retro, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VSNation.com. We'll be continuing our discussions of dream matches. So if you have a dream match you'd like to share on air, please call in. It should be a lot of fun. And this Friday night, from the Horror Sci-Fi Show, The Stro Zone, at... Midnight Eastern Standard Time at Facebook.com slash Joe the Maestro. Uh, the feature will be I Married a Monster from Outer Space. So please send in for that. That's a date one. That's, um, that's, who I almost, yeah. that's who I almost married. Thank God I dodged that bullet in college, Kathy. But, yeah, she was an Outer Space monster. She uh, was a transfer student. So. Yeah, me too. Oh, right on. I, I also, I want to add that um, on Vimeo.com. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> on Vimeo, Vimeo.com is a new film that I, I, I'm starring in called Stench of Iniquity. Uh, it's a horror film. So if you're on Vimeo.com, just type in Stench of Iniquity in the search and you can watch it for free. Great. I actually dated a girl in college who stunk of iniquity. It was horrible. Oh, we, oh, get her we, tr- we tried tomato paste. Nothing worked, Kathy. And I mean, I was scrubbing so everywhere, you know? Uh, oh, Brady, come on. This is rare. This is rare. This is the three of us, the heart of the show. Nobody else. <laughs> Just the us heart. three. The heart. The heart of yep. the show. Yep. Heart, As Taylor Swift would say, you know? Right before she rips the soul out of somebody. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, let's go first to uh, to Mike in California, one of my favorite people. And i got to think Mike calling has something to do with the fact that the goddess could be back in WWE. Oh, What's yeah. On, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, get hey, the I just want to say happy... <laughs> 
time. Happy belated birthday, man. You look pretty good for for uh, Thank I'm you, not going to say your age. <laughs> I was going to say, oh. you're obviously going blind in your age, so, uh, but thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, wait till you get my age. <laughs> it, it looks like my skin oh. is melting away, I, but I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, that was a great interview. I, I never heard anybody talk like that. That was good promotion uh, interview and so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's I a great thing you doing for the wrestling community. Yeah. Yeah, like he's, he's helping people, people can out. afford. Yeah, and people can afford. They charge at these wrestling events here. They only charge about ten dollars a ticket, so they could they could afford to go maybe twenty five dollars, twenty or twenty five dollars a ticket. That would bring in Don't that would bring in more ideas, good quality Mike. wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, it would allow it would open things up for them for sure, especially if they're yeah, not well, having a problem pay, putting people in the seats. No, they they won't. Yeah, no. Like there's, a, get, there's a promoter well, we near there's a promoter near me. He'll charge forty dollars a ticket, but nobody goes. So at the end of the day, he doesn't make any money. Yeah, that's true. Hugh Jack used well, to say that uh, his fans were dressed up like seats. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the uh, pandemic. <laughs> he said he said it must be Halloween. All your fans are dressed up like seats. I don't know. I thought it was great. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. That I didn't like, do that. It sounds like WWE when they had those uh, virtual fans. <laughs> I oh, thought, yeah. oh man, yeah. this is, that was boring. <laughs> that was <laughs> awful. Was was, up and I was did you sit it. in on any of them, Mike? Like I sat in What's on that? one. Like they, 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 they meet. I, I actually sat in the crowd for one. Harry Barnett gave me his ticket for it, and like oh, I no. logged in, and they're like, "You have to smile. You have to look excited." And it's like you have to – and I'm like, geez, like I'm not an actor, man. Have a good show and I'll be excited. Like, you, know? you can't do this. You can't have a virtual <laughs> show. It's almost impossible. Like, you can't see me right now, but I was like I was like doing this like fake Joker smile, like waving my hands the whole time and stuff because like, <laughs> you know, I was trying to get in the, like, the front and center on the TVs that they had. You know, it was awful. It was yeah. Awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm all excited no, about Alexa. I think she's she's uh I think she's really funny when she talks to this psychiatrist when he says, Here, Alexa, have you uh have you gotten over your anger? And she said, Well, I, I kinda laughed where she she got mad and she threw that person down the, the grocery aisle. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, like, yeah, I love it. up today? I love she's it. like, No, I just threw somebody down the aisle. I thought it was yeah. great. I like, I like when he handed her the good. doll and she just started crying and smiling and petting it at the same time. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I got to talk to Malcolm. I, she's a good, she is a really good actor. She uh, she could go really far besides wrestling. She could she could be either a good <laughs> comedian or. Other types of... <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, you're uh, hey Papa, how you doing? Hey, Malcolm you tried doing, to call. Busy? I'm doing great, doing great, brother. Malcolm tried to call your show the other night, and he was he was a little frustrated. I said, "Well, he, they're probably not doing the show tonight, Mal. You know, <laughs> we yeah, no, we, we well, were having well, uh, yeah. difficulties. Yeah, yeah, we we had there was an issue yeah. with um, blog talk. Blog talk lines were down." 
So I'm actually okay. trying to get a refund from them now because like we pay a lot of money for this stuff to work, and if it doesn't work, I don't think yeah. we should have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, you should. You know? Exactly. You should get a refund. Like I'm not, I'm not paying for a show where he couldn't take calls. That's right. you know, right. charge me less. That, that if makes sense. Phone lines aren't going to work. So anyway, it was a one-time thing, so hopefully they'll fix it. I mean, oh, yeah. obviously it's working yeah. tonight. So please tell Malcolm, you know, that, you know, we did love here from yeah. in the last couple of weeks. It's been like well, a real uh, Is she on the air? Is she right on the air? Because she's supposed to, call, he's uh, supposed to call you tonight. He, actually, he is. He is. Okay. Yes, um, I do see Malcolm oh. on the queue. I missed that. Okay. Well, let me say cool. hi real yeah, quick. Yeah, we, we will get him on. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Let me get him on for you. Uh, Hold on. Okay. We'll transition into Malcolm. He was up next anyway. What's going on, Malcolm, brother? Hey, Brady. Do you know what's happening Saturday? Me and my no, champ are the on the bottom of the ocean. There you go. I'm talking to the champ in five minutes. Right. I'm pumped. I'm going to be in Orlando. <laughs> no, I left. I left South Carolina. I'm going to be in Orlando. I'm going to be in Hulkamania country. Hey, have a safe trip down there, Malcolm. I'm I'm halfway there. I'm I'm in Savannah, Georgia, and we're not. Are you traveling under the ocean? The there? No, I'm traveling <laughs> by train. This is the first train ride we've had since I'm Korea. Right on. Okay, just like White Christmas. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'm enjoying the train. I love it. But I love all it. I got in my mind. All I got on my mind is Hulk Hogan. I'm gonna go to his beach shop when I get there tomorrow. It's about yeah. two miles away from my hotel. Man, I'm just going to go. I'm going to get the kid in the candy store, a whole mania merchandise all over the place. I'm not going to be able to control myself, Brady. Oh, Papa Stro, okay. I have a dream match for you Thursday. Yeah, I was going to say you and me and Rowdy Rowdy Piper, our manager, against Hulk Hogan and the macho man, Randy Savage, the Mega Powers. That was my dream match. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Because I love it. it can't happen in a dream match, it can't happen. So I can make anything. Can Mike be in your oh, corner? Yeah. You got to put Mike in your corner like Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, Mike could be with Bobby Piper outside. Okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, I was gonna tell you. I was gonna tell you my favorite romance. The favorite romance uh, moment would be Shane Douglas and Tori Nelson. Or Tori, is it Tori Wilson? Tori Wilson. Not Tori that was my Nelson. favorite. Oh, I forgot about Tori Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I, I liked it where he used to say, come on down and get your blank franchise. Get your ass franchise. <laughs> well, I can't say You can say that. Good boy, Jim. That's great. That was my favorite, that was my favorite duo, yeah. You know, there was, um, hey, hey, uh, you're talking about court. Go ahead, Malcolm. Go ahead. Brady, can I, I say something about Bullet Bob, Bob Evans' interview? Hey, sure boy, thing. I, I want to tell you, I go to rest. I went to big time wrestling and matches. Asked my numerous times, and I didn't go because I wanted to see big name stars. Although Kirk brought in some big name stars, I went to see Jason Styles, the Irresistible One. I went to see Ryan Von Cool. I used to stand in the back, Brady, and yell all night on my feet. And Kirk recognized this. He used to buy me dinner. After the matches were over, snacks and stuff. That it's how you moved up, stuff. Yeah. yeah. But Kirk, I, I put on a show for Kirk. Kirk said, Malcolm, you're helping me draw more fans than my actual wrestling. Space you know, and 
<laughs> you know, I want to tell you, boy, with Bob Evans, I'd go to any of his shows. I, the guy doesn't have to be a, a Hulk Hogan or a, a Ric Flair for me to watch him. I mean, I watched uh, guys, up, upcomers, you know, um, out at Big Time Wrestling for years. Davina Rose, she was an unknown and for six no, years. And Bailey. became Bailey. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I took pictures with Davina when she had braces on, you know. And um, a guy I love, his dad was Woody Farmer, a professional wrestler. Uh, uh, Hawkeye is Shane Cody. I call him the Hawk. Uh, Shane, she, Brady, Shane would take a steel chair and wear his opponent out. Nobody could use a steel chair like Hawkeye Shane Cody. And I used to hang out with yeah. him after the shows at Applebee's. And, you know, it was just fun, you know. And uh, as a matter of fact, the hey, first time I met Shane Cody, I'm on board. first time I met Shane Cody, it was 2008. We had a show there, and Pat Patterson, I just met him, and I was coming out, and I ran into Hawkeye, and we got to know each other, and we became good friends. I mean, I was one of his biggest fans. He used to come down to Back in Black, the old Oakland Raiders theme, and he'd wear a black cowboy hat, you know. And I'd come down. When I heard that song, I'd run up to the ring, and Hawkeye would hug me. It was great, you know. Sorry. I got it carried away. So, hey, boy, Brady, Bob, you don't have to. You don't have to get fans. You know, fans. If they're not, they don't want to pay ten dollars to see a match. I'd pay. I'd pay fifteen dollars to go to a match of yours, Bullet Bob. I've never I don't know you, but I just love wrestling. They don't have to be professionals, they could be independents. Wrestling is just fun to watch as a fan. Sure. And if you can't hey, Brady, that's what brings us lost. all together. Hey that's Brady what brings us all together. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, hey, Sorry, I like Mike. what Papa Stroh said earlier about the Nitro Girls. I love those girls. Bring back the Nitro Girls, and that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't bring yeah. them back. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure, Mike. I, I would have no doubt, Mike. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Bring, Play the man of the cloth now. Bring, Brady, you can't bring back the ones the from the 90s. Cloth, they are too old. Yeah. Like yeah. Like a loincloth. <laughs> well, yeah. I have to be careful. I have to be careful now, but I I miss those girls. <laughs> now I, I, I was in a nitro. I met Ice and Kimberly Page. Yeah, that's. Uh, I remember that. And how many of them are still yes. around? Like, I mean, if you think about it, like that's how Stacy Keebler started. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it was an outlet yes, for a lot I of did. women to kind of Charmel. Yeah, sure. I met Stacy Keebler. Yeah. Brady, I met Stacy Keebler at Samurai Girl for ABC Family at Comic Con in 2008. I was blown away because I didn't expect to meet Stacy Keebler. She was there with two other actor, an actor and actress for Samurai Girl, and I was around the ABC Family booth for the Middleman, and I decided to meet Samurai Girl and meet Stacy Keebler. Do you? Do you ever um do you ever get intimidated by the women? I do sometimes. No <laughs> I'm not so Hulk Hogan you know, the ladies' matches are okay, but I like Piper and Hogan and Flair and Andre Yeah. You know, Macho I mean Hacksaw Jim. You want the T floating around, I got you. 
these guys are real life superheroes and villains. Lots of man, Hulk Hogan, from the Piper, comic books. and uh, Nitro <laughs> Girl. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa. And, and, and Papa Stroh. No. Nitro Girl. Oh man! <laughs> and oh, I want to say, I want to say uh, before I before I sign off, I want to say hi to a good. Well, she's not a good friend. She just a uh, just a. I'm just a fan of hers right now. Uh, Jimmy Jules, a friend. Okay. That's uh, that. Jules, she, <laughs> she, she doesn't get any. She doesn't get any recognition, but. Uh, we, I I just been writing her. She's been writing me and stuff, and uh, I think she's a really good wrestler. That's cool. And I, and I hope she gets she a, sounds, a good She sounds start. amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, that's hey, Brady. That's great. Brady, when you're talking with Hulk Hogan on Saturday, anything else would be uncivilized, or The Rock would say, it doesn't matter <laughs> what else is going on. Oh, my God. That, uh... <laughs> Old Spike. No, wasn't it Old Spike? First generation commercial. Yeah. Yeah, the right card. You think less to be uncivilized? Right card, yeah. yeah. When you're when you're a, a man of odorous artiste or something like that, you don't want to show odorous emirates under your underarms like you use right card. It's great. You're funny, buddy. You're funny. Baby, I saw this during the, the commercial break during Saturday night's main event, I just lost it when I got hooked up. Anything else would be uncivilized. Then he was in the NWL, and he said that when he was probably with Hogan. Anybody else would be uncivilized. He was making fun of yep. Macho Man. Yep. I like the Marvin Hagler commercial where he did that with, did with them. That was oh, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's true. There's, there's actually a, a Japanese commercial where Hogan's doing, like, a copy machine. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. It's, it's not anime, is it? It's funny. <laughs> you can hear Hogan talk in Japanese. Oh, man. Hey, Brady, I just want to say. I got to rein this in. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, I, before I sign off, I just want to say you have a great week, brother, uh, you and Stroh. And uh, I'll try and call in again when I get a chance here. Okay. Hey, brother. And, uh, yeah, you I miss just you want so to make, much, Mike. Yeah, you too. I just want to make a prediction. I, I just want to say I think Alexa Bliss will be in the chamber, right? She'll be in the match. Hey, <laughs> she will. Mike, you like, you like Alexa Bliss. Think she's going to win you know tonight? You why do you wish I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna let her I don't think that uh I don't think they're gonna let her win. I think I hope she gets a good shot, a good showing. Um Mike I don't think I hope she has a good showing too. Mike, yeah, why don't turn on Alexa Bliss? Why don't you stick in the match? Oh, yeah, no, 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 I've never turned on I just, I just careful you what I, what I watch. You know, like her anymore. He just likes other women better with, for a little while. No, I just, um, Bray, Bray, Bray just, Wyatt. She was doing that stuff with Bray Wyatt. She was. Yeah, I know. Uh, Scary guy. It's just. It's all good. It's all good. I know an actress. Yeah, I understand. I understand.
God. I understand, Mike, man. we have plenty of room for you on the bandwagon. We're good. Come on back. <laughs> and he sounds I'm like a great fan. <laughs> Mike, stick with Alexa Bliss. You're one of her biggest fans. Don't let her down. You guys can talk about that. Oh, I always right. tell I'm a big, me and Brady are the biggest fans on the, on the planet. You know, there's she's nobody probably, bigger than us. You know, she's probably just... She's putting on an act when she's right. doing that. She probably isn't even like that. I know. I know she like is. That real life. I know. I understand that, Mal. I'm just, just, just I'm had to be careful. Right. Right. Brady, Brady, he took me to a hotel in Concord, California. We, we stayed the night, and we watched Sasha Banks wrestle Alexa Bliss. It was August. That was awesome. Was it, 2000, yeah, August 2017. Or, no, it was 2018 or 2017. I, I forget. 17? No, it was 2017. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mike, you know, Mike was going crazy over her, and I, I told Mike, said, you know, why don't you, you know, you want to meet her. He wants to meet her. I know he does. Mike, you don't have to marry her. You don't have to date her. Oh, Mike, I'm too old her. for yeah, you, you I know, but you, you don't meet her just because she gets married. You don't have to turn your back. Oh, oh, you to be a a oh my goodness! Yeah, but you can no, like it, like it. I'm sure she'd like to meet you. You know, yeah, if I meet her, her hey Brady, if I meet her, I know she knows Hulk Hogan. If I meet her, I'm just gonna let you got the biggest fan in Concord, California. You got another one in Philadelphia, but Mike is probably the biggest fan. You've got to meet this guy. I'm hey, gonna I, don't want oh, I was a big Eagles fan, too, and I never got to meet the Eagles. <laughs> hey, if Alexa Bliss wants me to do her a favor, she's going to have to do something special for Mike. I'm going to tell her that. So, that hey, sounds really crazy. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I'm not serious. Don't go asking Alexa Bliss for favors. No, I didn't say I was going to ask her. I said if she was going to ask okay. me for a favor, she'd have to do. She wanted me to do something, an impression of something. She's got to call Mike or, or give Mike some advice. How about an autograph for Mary Steve? Okay. What about what about an autograph from Larry Steve? <laughs> Larry Steve is gone, Mike. I don't know if you heard that. Larry I Steve know. passed away. <laughs> yeah. He's poor chops, yeah, right? I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh he's fried. Somebody's plate. All right. <laughs> Hot dogs. All right. It's too much on my plate. Uh, okay. Thank you, Mike, for calling and brother. I miss you so much. Uh thank hey, you, Malcolm as well. Keep... The, uh, I keep in touch with you on Facebook. You bet. Yes. I hope to see you real soon. Take care. Now, yeah, you guys take care. Brady, Brady guys. give our best. All right. Yeah. Okay. Brady, I just want to tell you. Brady, I just want to tell you real quick. I don't care if I, you know, if I meet Alexa Bliss, if I meet her accidentally. I just want to tell her that, you know, Mike deserves to meet her. He's been a big fan of hers for years. Well, <laughs> I want to meet Hulk yeah. Hogan. I could care less about anything else. Anything else would be uncivilized. <laughs> anything else would be uncivilized. Malcolm, thank you for the time, brother. Give Hulk Hogan our best. No problem. Uh, especially Stroud. I will. Because his eyes will light up when you tell him that you talk with Maestro. So. Hey, uh, Brady. Uh, I'm going to tell Hulk, I'd rather... 
I'd rather meet him in person than do a virtual video chat with him, that's for sure. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you want to be able to slap him on the shoulder, you know? No, I don't want to do anything like that. I want to be totally respectful of the champ. I'm going to call him the champ all day. All right, brother. Well, you take care, Malcolm, and hopefully we talk to you real soon. Love you, brother. Okay. All right. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, bro. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Calling from a pineapple under the sea. How about that? <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, let's go to uh, let's go to Tora as this uh, love train oh, rolls on. What's going on, Tora? Yeah. You there? No, Tora. Let's go to Steve. What's going on, Steve? Hey, How you doing, Man, what's um, going on? I was listening to Bob Evans' interview earlier. Yeah, yeah, it was more like a, a Bob Evans monologue with a few strategically timed questions that didn't get answered. Yeah, but it, it was fun. I like Bob a lot. So, And we're going to have him back on and talk like wrestling next time. I, yeah. I'm i not a worker, but I do follow his posts. And I think him and Blackest Jack posts have been really good follow. Sure, sure. And I've been following Bob for a little while now, but we haven't really – I mean, I guess during the pandemic at some point he was going to come on, and it kind of fell apart. So, But I guess we've been in touch ever since, you know, and it's just the timing worked out. So I was happy with it. I'm uh, I, big fan, yeah. $40 yeah. is $40 is still I've heard, so. Mm-hmm. The problem, and like if we had more time, I would have asked him, like, you know, if you want to charge $40 for a seat, but you're not selling tickets, how does that work? Right. You just have to put cardboard uh, yeah. in the seat. Yeah, and they got to have money. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you think about Cody, man? The biggest, uh, the biggest, um, See, I'm cynical, so I, I want to say it's the biggest angle that we've seen this year. Um, but well, I, a lot I of people to believe think that it's legit. I wanted to believe it at first that it was a, a Pillman work, but I think it's legit because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ariel Hawani uh, reported that he's, he's showing interest in the Cody is, and Alvarez said he's like that. It's like he's it's like 99% sure that he's leaving AEW, TMZ reported on it. I think if it does become a work, it's like the biggest ruse since Pillman, but um, It'll give no, it credibility, too, if it's a work. Mm. Like, then you won't believe anything that they say, you know? Maybe, but yeah. I think if Cody if Cody wanted to turn, this would, this would be the time to do it. If he was coming back, if he was resigning mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. What I fear is going to happen is that this is just a way to get him off television for a month or two months. And then they'll expect him to get that baby face pop when he comes back out of nowhere again. And I think that's a mistake. If that, Even if they pop for that initial he's back, I don't think it's going to, like, be that well received long term. I wonder if he wants the free agent a little bit before he goes to WWE because he doesn't have to sign right away. 
I'm sure WWE will still offer him big money, like, whenever he wants. Yeah. What do you think about the rumor that, uh, that, um, Cody is going to, um, team up with Shane McMahon and start another company? I don't buy it. Shane McMahon's not gone from WWE. He's still behind the scenes. He's just not, he's just not involved. Like with producing, I think I think he's still working there. Bill Batty and other people said that Shane McMahon's still there. He's just not producing like he was at the Rumble. Do you think? Do you think that? Um, no, I don't know. I'm trying to think of more funny, but I, I don't. I don't know. I, I I just we'll see. We'll see. I think um Do you have any uh you know it would be you know it would be really interesting if Cody works for another company like Impact or Ring of Honor like I think Ring of Honor is gonna relaunch so I think they would need you know, Marty Skrull, he didn't sign with AEW before, you know, he got cancelled, but he was like a big wig in Ring of Honor. I wonder if Cody wants to do the same thing that Marty Skrull did. Maybe. It just, I don't know, it just seems like such a back step. I mean, at this point, you've built yourself up so high that you're either running AEW or part of WWE. I just, anything else seems like a back step to me. Unless he really wants to just dedicate himself to his craft, and he's got to be in his late 30s now, right? I mean, he's got a kid now. I don't know, I just... He could want, it could be a, a Drew McIntyre that comes back. I wouldn't rule it out. It's just... It just depends on where he is mentally. Does he want to produce or does he want to wrestle? Here's my thing. I think for somebody in Cody's position to know that if he goes back to WWE, he's probably going to be running around chasing the 24-7 title and probably doing all kinds of nonsense and stuff versus having an office position in this other company. I don't know why he would leave. And because it doesn't pass the stink test to me, that's why I, I don't think that he's gone. I, I think he's still part of AEW, and I think that they're just messing with people. I, Stro, I mean, you agree with me, right? It just doesn't make sense. He would have to have a major falling out. Like, major. No, but it, it does It does sound awful fishy. I'm not going to lie. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's where I'm at. I Right. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, when he pops up on Raw, I'll believe it. But until then, no. Yeah. I, I, I think I think it's either these dirt sheets are, are scrambling to come up with an answer or they're being fed false intel. And I'm far enough removed that I can just kind of see that it's BS. <laughs> I, I still think you'll you'll get a crack at, at the title in AEW before he leaves. Yeah, well, didn't he he agreed to never win that title, didn't he? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah that's why I, I don't yeah. break that rule pretty soon. Right. Well, maybe that's why he needed a new contract so he could go back and challenge for the title. Right. Yeah. That could be a story they they do if he comes back. Yeah. I don't know, Steve. Anything else, brother? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm tapped with it. To be honest, I. People have been talking about it all day, and I just don't see it. 
True. Um, since yes, Bob, we couldn't get to Bob. Uh, Stroh, do you think yearly match count still matters in 2022, given um, the pandemic and some states not as open as others? Like, does uh, does annual match count still matter? I don't think it matters as much so nowadays as as it did before this all went down. I mean, as long as you're out there getting as many matches as you can and, and the different shows and, and staying active, I mean, that's that's the main thing. Wherever you are. Right. You know, and I think whether it be indies, uh, big promotions, et cetera. You know what I mean? As long as you're staying active in the business some, at, at some capacity. I think yeah. um, I was listening to a Raven seminar, and he mentioned, he asked about match count. And it's just like, it's something that you don't think about till you know, when the new year comes around and you hear, like, John Moxley or Drew McIntyre work the most matches a year or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I wanted to mention, I did like the uh, Colin Hunter interview from the other week. Uh, he's... Thank you. I, haven't, I don't read a lot of kayfabe news. I'm kind of missing out, but the headlines are funny, and uh, it's kind of interesting he works in physics. Someone that's a pro wrestling fan working in physics is interesting. Yeah. In physics well, he's a very bright guy. He's a very, very bright guy. Mm-hmm. I wish um, yeah. I wish I could get a hold of him and ask mm-hmm. him. He, he like, he's a big fan of Black Sabbath, so I want, I want to know mm-hmm. if he listens to Doom Metal. I think that'd be kind of funny if, like, He's listening to oh, he's on Black Sabbath. Uh, Colin Hunter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I hit him up. I just don't know if he's active. But, um, yeah, it was an interesting interview. And listen to other uh, public speakings he's done. I, I, I saw the uh, videos he's written for where it's like they kind of talk about science and music, science and skateboarding and physics and uh, as it pertains to music, so he's got a lot of content out there that isn't kayfabe news. It's somewhat interesting, so just wanted to mention that out there. Put yeah, out there. for sure. He's got a lot of great stuff going on. So, well, thank you for the call, Steve. As always, yep. it was a blast, brother. We're just firing Steve right down the line. So. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take care, Steve. This is I, I like doing these call these call in shows, and it seems like everybody's on board tonight. So, uh, well, almost yeah. everybody. Uh, what, let's go to uh, let's go to the stuff in Orlando. Uh, what's going on, Dustin? How you doing, brother? Nothing much, brother. Nothing much. Nothing much. What's going on? Nothing you, much. You doing good? Oh, you're at Daytona, yeah, right? Yes. You at Daytona? Yes, I'm here all week. What's what, try the oh, fish? Oh, nice. What's uh, what's uh, what's going on <laughs> down there? NASCAR open a NASCAR weekend. Do they race all week? Well, you got the, tomorrow's qualifying. Then you got the the two the two races that set the field for the for the for the 500 on Sunday. And then you got the Truck Series race Friday and the Xfinity race Saturday. 
Okay. So, uh, so I'm here all week. So have you been watching wrestling at all, or has it just been all cars? Well, well, no. I actually, I actually haven't been able to watch it, watch anything. So, because, because, uh, you know, I got NASCAR is more important. So, I, I, have you ever I, been inside of a race car, Dustin? Uh huh. Spaceship. Spaceship. Well, actually, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I've actually been in one. It's it's pretty 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 scary. Wait, while okay. it was, you were in it while it was moving? Yes, yeah, they, they, I got the Robert Kyle Bush around Daytona Speedway. Really? See, now, I yep. live in New York City, so I feel like it can't be worse than that. Well, it is. It's, it's scary. I'm telling you, you're going 100 and 100 and, uh, 192 miles an hour into the corners, man, that, that, that is just scary. Yeah, but I was on an airplane that was going like 600 miles an hour. Well, ready. Uh, you, you, if you rode the race car, you know what I'm talking about. It, it's real scary because the cars, like you hit these bumps, it, it just feels like the car's about to wreck. Yeah, yeah. And they're real flimsy so, cars, right? Like they just fall apart when they get hit. Well, not exactly. Like they, 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 they really, really have gotten better over the years. Okay. Okay. Now, better. I was going to say, I, I know you haven't been watching wrestling, but Seth Rollins has been on point, man. When his music hits now, Stro, I'm out there dancing with him. He's, uh, he's got some swag uh, now. Yeah. He's pretty. here's the thing. And all he here's needed was to become a heel. Who would have thought, Stro, all he needed was to become a heel? That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, Who would have uh, predicted so here's that? The thing. Uh, Brady, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, here's what's going to happen to Mania. It's going to be Roman and Lesnar title for title with Mania. I'm still hoping not, but it could be. Lesnar's going to win that chamber. There's no only reason why he's in it. Lesnar's going to win, and that's the end of the story. I was still hoping that Riddle would tap out Lesnar. No, Lester's just in there to hurt people in there. That's all it is. And, and honestly, he should have got yeah. his one-on-one title match with Bobby Lashley. And it's in the cage. You're right. It's in the cage. I don't see anybody beating Lesnar. But I really am hoping that something happens uh, where he doesn't win. Uh, I'm hoping it's Rollins wins. I really do. Rollins had been champion in three if, years. If, if if that happens, what do you think is going to happen to Rollins at Mania? He ain't gonna have a match. Okay, I don't think there's nothing for him after after this opportunity. Do you think he'd be upset that Kevin Owens is fighting Stone Cold and not him? Before Shane got released, I was hoping it was gonna be Shane and Rollins and Mania. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Could be. And, I wanted to see that match. I really did. I really wanted to see Shane get his head stomped. I was really hoping that Seth would fight Kevin Owens. Have they ever fought? Uh, WrestleMania two years ago. I know. I'm just playing. Kevin Owens like broke his ankle jumping off that sign in front of no people. Yeah, which and they should have saved that match for in front of five people. Now, that match would have been uh, well perceived from the crowd. The crowd would have loved every minute of it. 
Well, I'm sure it'll be coming again. That's why they're doing it later. So, or, I mean, that's why they're doing the slow build back to feuding again. Actually, I don't know no. if you saw, but uh, Chris Jericho was kind of teasing going back because I guess um, I think it was yesterday or or maybe it was today is the anniversary of the the festival of friendship, if you remember, between Owens and Jericho, which was when no, Owens no. turned on Jericho. That was an amazing, oh. just kind of full circle thing to see it happen, and uh, especially apparently Kevin Owens person. changed his picture to be like him and Jericho from like the Festival of Friends, in honor of this. Especially, so. especially seeing it live in person, it's a whole different experience seeing it live. Yeah, well, I mean, you saw a lot of great things live and in, in from the front row. Well, you know. And, uh, Brady, what you think about the inner circle thing that they had uh, at AEW last week? Uh, oh, where the inner circle is imploding? Yeah, what you think about uh, them going back and forth? And, uh, Sammy's like, well, I'll, 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 I've already clicked this group once before, and I'll do it again. He's like, y'all straighten this stuff up. Haven't I seen that, like, four times already? <laughs> like, it's like... I, I dated this girl when I was younger, Dustin, and she was really, really beautiful, like really beautiful. But it got to uh-huh. the point where she's always threatening to break up with me uh-huh. to the point where I'm like, finally, like, just do it. Just do it then. If you're going to stop talking about it and do it, break mm-hmm. up the inner circle. I don't care. They're not funny uh, anymore. They were great when they were like doing like the pretty bunch stuff and the, you know, during the pandemic when they were filming vignettes and, and, and stuff from around their houses because they couldn't go to the arena. They were great, but they haven't been great for a long time now. And well, Santana Brady, and Ortiz are a top tag team. They need to be treated like a top tag team. And the only way to do that, I think, for them is to turn them heel. I'm not saying putting them with Eddie Kingston. I think that's a horrible idea. Uh, but uh, they no, need to be out there wrestling as a tag team. Uh, Brady, I think that's where that's going. I think it's going to lead to them getting with Aiden Kingston, apparently. Yeah, for sure. For Eddie, sure. No. I, I don't. I mean, I, and I like Eddie, but I, I don't want them with him. Um. Uh, so, Brady, what do you think about the CM Punk and MJF feud that's been going on the past couple months? Um. <laughs> I don't think much about it one way or another. I. I think MJF is really good at what he does. Mm -hmm. I think CM Punk is a parody of himself at this point. But I understand exactly why they're both doing what they're doing. Um, If I were AEW, I would have laid it out differently and probably um, peaked at like a pay-per-view. But it's okay. It doesn't matter. uh, That match against Chicago was awesome. But the ending sucked. Uh, would you pay a lot of money to see them fight again? Probably. Uh, I heard something that they're well, going to have a dog collar match. I heard something that that their match next match they're going to have me a dog collar match. Now, have you ever worn a dog collar? It's really. No, but I saw. I saw <laughs> the match with. <laughs> I saw the match with, with Brody Lee and uh, Cody Rhodes for TNT Tower calling a dark car match, man. That was an awesome match. 
Did you ever see a dog food match? I had to do one of those ones. That's right. Yeah, I forgot that. They did do that, didn't they? Yeah, it was awful. Well, the loser had to eat dog food. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, that's <laughs> awful. Who <laughs> Oh, uh. Oh, oh, uh. Sa- uh, Sammy Javara, um, uh, um, did you know, did you know he's dating Tay Conti? I did, yeah. I did. Good for I them. To, uh, I was shocked to see that. Why? Uh, well, Beautiful uh, well, people uh, get together uh, all the time when they're half naked in well, wrestling. Well, 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 recently found out, I was like, <laughs> I had no idea they were together. So I was shocked when I found out. <laughs> no, what? Why I don't understand why you'd be shocked about that. Well, because Sammy was engaged to another woman uh, before they were together, and and then yeah, he had someone but, he engaged to on TV. Yeah, but now you're on the road. That's different. Yeah, you know, he got engaged during the pandemic when he was going home every night. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. It is sad, and that's not everybody, and obviously, but. You know, I think when you're around somebody as much as these guys and girls are around each other, it's it's inevitable. It's it's going to happen. Um. So, so, you, uh, happen. so, uh, so, so Brady, do you think Adam Cole's going to win the title next? Win the um, title from the AEW title from Page. Yeah, yeah. You know, what? Hmm. I want to see Good Page. Question. I want to see Paige return and challenge Adam Page. <laughs> so you have Paige versus Paige, and then you can throw in Christian Cage and Brian Page. Brian Cage. <laughs> um, uh, and then Sting yeah. can be in there because he's old. Because he's old age. Oh, oh, uh, Bernie! I got some breaking news about SmackDown next week. Please don't give me a spoiler. I want to enjoy it. I've been avoiding spoilers. Sammy Zayn is the new Intercontinental Champion. I don't want him to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Let me enjoy it. That's good. I Sammy Zayn is the new Intercontinental Champion. I don't want to hear it. I actually, I actually knew that. I don't know why you're trying to ruin SmackDown for me, but. I, I did know that that happened. Now I'm going to ruin WrestleMania for you. Johnny Knoxville, or is it Steve-O? One of the, the jackass guys. He's going to win the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Oh, I hope it's Knoxville. That's what's going to happen. I hope, I hope it happens. And then he'll probably, I really do. Uh, then he'll probably surrender it the next night. No, they'll make him have her do a rematch, <laughs> and then the same thing went back. What they're doing? <laughs> yeah, it just sucks that the Rawls won't have nothing to do. Is it Johnny Knoxville or Steve O? Which one is it? Which one is that guy? Knoxville. Uh, Knoxville. They're gonna take Knoxville, yeah. and they're gonna like. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get too graphic. They're gonna do a lot of very pleasurable things to him because they're gonna they, have a they, jackass they, world it, match. Yeah. <laughs> um, He'll probably be the well, first Bert, champion to put the belt up his butt. Brody, honestly, I think I think Rollins should have won the belt if they won. Honestly, honestly, I, I really hate it for him. I really do. Like it's been three years he's been the champion. 
I really do. Yeah. Like, honestly, he, he won't have nothing in Mania. There's no one else for him to face, really, honestly. I know. Honestly, Lesnar's going to win. We get time for title. Roman will be both champions. So, yeah. that's what's going to happen. Roman's going to have both belts. He should have both belts, and then he should give one to Paul Heyman to defend. No. Yeah. I and then tell him to fire him if he loses it. So Paul Heyman will always be getting himself disqualified and running away. Well, here's the thing, Brady. Here's the thing. Uh, if Roman wins both belts... No, they, well, no, they want Roman, Roman on both shows. That's why they're doing it. Honestly, I'm getting tired of seeing Roman Reigns, honestly. Wow, you're like honestly, the only one, because he's like the best he's ever been. It's getting annoying, it really is. I'm hoping The Rock shows up at Mania or something. You know, I I, I've seen, I saw an interesting stat, Stro. You'll appreciate this, the, the wrestling okay. historian. So do you realize that Roman Reigns, during the course of this title run, has vanquished every single universal champion that they've had? I mean, he, he had programs with Rollins. He had program with uh, Finn Balor. He had a program with Kevin Owens. Um, I mean, I know there's been a lot more. With Bray Wyatt. With um, Strowman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, Bray Wyatt. Somebody pointed this out on Twitter, and Bray Wyatt said to leave his name off the list. Because <laughs> technically he didn't lose. Technically Braun Strowman got pinned. I just thought it was funny. But uh, Dustin's gone. That's good. All I had to do was start talking to you, and, and he went. So, uh, all right. One more caller here. Save the best for last once again. What What's going on, Rat Boy? Rat Boy. Happy birthday How you doing, homie? to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Brady Hick. Happy birthday to you. I know you got your birthday present last night, but Alexa Bliss will be in that elimination chamber. But she ain't going to be Alexa Bliss, though. She's going to be the Donald Louie. Well, I can see. I know. I hate it. I hope not. I hope not. Oh, you know, if Chelsea Green wanted to play Lily, she pitched that before she got fired. That would have been fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But with that said, um, no, I want the goddess back, man. I'm tired of this nonsense. This child. Yeah, me too. Play. You know, well, I think we were hoping for the goddess. There, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but I got some good news to tell uh, everybody. Oh, okay. good. Okay, put it this way. I got, I got, uh, off guard on Saturday. I had a female pick guard? me up in a, I, yeah, I had a female pick me up at my house in a Hoover. And me and her went wow. to the park casino. Was this your Uber driver? No. It was my date. My Valentine's okay. date. Did you pay her? And no, she paid me. Okay. 
And when we got there, when we got to the park casino at 9 o'clock in the morning, I ran into uh, two people that I knew. One of them bought us, one of them bought us lunch at Chicken and Peach. And my other buddy, he was busy, he was busy in the poker room, coming out with with a couple thousand thousand of dollars within a half hour. He bought us dinner mm-hmm. at Chicken and Pete. Boy, I had a good time on Saturday with my dad and with dinner? my two what'd buddies. You, what'd you eat at Chicken and Pete? The chicken sandwiches. Good. And, that's, and, and I'll tell like you what, that. the park, that, that's the only place... Did you get a buffalo or regular? Re- regular chicken sandwich. Okay, I like the buffalo. But they're both good. Yeah, yeah, yeah and what happened was that... Oh, that, hell yeah. I, I don't know what to order next. <laughs> I, I, I ordered another chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are a chicken good. sandwich, brother. And I... And, and, I'm going to make my prediction right now. He's going to rent one. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pick uh, Brock Lesnar. He's going to win it all. Okay, because okay. I can see... I, I can see Roman Reigns going at the Goldberg. But I think Goldberg is going to, going to win it. So it's Brock Lesnar against Goldberg. Okay. <laughs> That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Who do you think would win that? That, that? that would be one good match right there. Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, imagine if they ever got in the ring together. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to see it the first two times. <laughs> you know? But this, but it, All right. Hey, they're to charm what do you think about Goldberg, Cody? you know? What do you, what, do you, what do you think about Cody? You think Cody's going to come back and challenge Triple H? Pull him out of the uh, out of the hospital and make him fight. <laughs> Maybe, but uh, I think somebody else is going to pull Triple H out. So no, Cody. And, and I could no, not Cody. It's going to be some cold Steve Austin might pull him out. He's going to pull out Triple H. Okay. That'd be a that'd be a fresh matchup. Yeah, right. And, 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 yeah. And what happened a couple years ago? Years ago, then Stone Cold uh, got beer on on Triple H. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, maybe it might happen again. You never know. Apple, you should book your own indie. Yeah. Yeah, right. Matter of fact. A month show. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, next month, right here on Philadelphia. Mud wrestling. Outlaw mud, mud wrestling. Right here. Right here in Philadelphia. I kind of wrestling. I kind of wrestling. I will be there. Okay. I will be there at the, the old Cody, ECW Cody arena. I will be there too. <laughs> yeah, he will be there too. He'll be playing up that angle where he left AEW supposedly. And you know who else is going to be there? Who? My sweetheart, my my good friend, Anaya Rose. You're... 
Cool. She's going to be Very there. Cool. Yeah. You big fan of Nyla Rose? Yeah. Yes, I, I like am. Nyla Rose. You know, I actually we I got a little video of me. Show together. We were supposed to do an indie show together, and um, I ended up not being able to make it. And it was like right after that, she kind of took off, you know? And I got to think it was because she never had to work the show with me. So, anyway. But, 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 right, but, 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 but Jimmy Hart's going to be there, too. I got to go see my boy Jimmy Hart. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Oh, well, and, and one Hart, more thing, one uh, more thing. One more thing. Happy birthday to the show, too. Alright, I'm out of here. Yeah. Talk to you guys next week. Maybe, maybe, Take maybe care, we brother. get something going on at, on Saturday before the elimination chamber. If you up that. Yeah, maybe. That'd enough. be fun. That'd be fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah I, in, enjoy the elimination chamber. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I told right, I told good. everybody I'm booked up. I only told my girlfriend I was booked up on sh- Saturday. So she's officially your girlfriend now. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Congrats. Congrats, brother. Yeah. Yep. Congrats. Thank you, man. Thanks. All right. Mazel. All right. I talk to you guys. Take care, brother. Love you. Love you. Bye bye. Love you. Love you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, cool. Well, that was a fun, uh, that was a fun show, that was more yeah, than, that was more than an hour of callers, do you realize that? <laughs> Just oh, one my. after another after another. We could probably go all night, but, oh, my goodness. in fact... Justin, I just have like a minute, then I gotta let you go, man, it's, it's late, hey, and, no. uh... What's hey, going how on, brother? Are you? Hey. How are you? Good, how are you? Happy birthday to you in this trip. Thank you, brother. Happy birthday, guys. Thank you. Happy birthday to birthday, Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. What's you're going on? Guys? <clears throat> you, uh, you watching wrestling? Yeah, just chilling and relaxing, that's all. Just trying to get better. So you're not watching wrestling, then? Yeah. Nah. It's, it's, You're smart. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. 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 I, SMRT. I, uh, I try to stay away from it as much as I can. Last two weeks of Friday Night SmackDown, I fell asleep. Well, by by going into the show, it's a great first start. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I figure I like calling. Mm-hmm. I like calling into you guys. I yeah. Like in. We like, like getting called into by you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting, waiting to Why get cleared by my doctor. You're walking around a haunted house. You got no, like, all the creepy right. doors, you got the floorboards going. Okay. Yeah. Sounds, yeah, it sounds like you're creepy. in a haunted house. Yeah, it's the creepy house of Justin. It's the yeah. creepy house of uh, Justin. You can come over and check it all out. There's a lot of paranormal yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does sound like fun. Oh, brother. I miss you. Hey, I definitely, I miss you too, man. I definitely got to come up there and see you sometime, maybe during the summertime. Definitely. Once I get, my, once I get back to work. At, uh, maybe yeah. we'll go to Eastern States. Maybe we'll go to Eastern States sometime just to go check it out. Bring your ghost hunting stuff. And... It's amazing. It's a great place to uh, to ghost hunt. Hey, have, hey have, you, have you ever done a Penhurst? 
Yes, I have. I got some cool pictures there, actually. I was actually, I I found out that they have an investigation coming up this August. I'll send you, I'll send you mm-hmm. the information if you, if you want to go. I think they charge a lot, though. Don't, don't they charge this, a lot, though? This investigation, it's, I think it's like 12 hours, and it's 180 bucks. Oh, that's I don't not know terrible. I thought not. it was more like five hundred dollars for nah. like two hours. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not too. It's not. I've seen it online. It's not too bad. It doesn't, no, I that's it not bad at all. I would do that. I, I would do that. Is it one hundred eighty a person or one hundred eighty a group? Like for me and you, it would be one hundred and eighty per person. But it's not too bad. Per person. I think sure. I would, what do you think? I, I, you want to join us? We'll be Ghostbusters. I'll send you guys. Yeah. I'll send you guys. I'll send you the link if you want to go with me. It's in <laughs> August. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right on, yeah. Definitely, brother. Definitely. I've been on that website many yeah. times. It's, it's a great place. They, they have, they have <laughs> a lot of, they have, they have, they said that they have a lot of uh, disembodied uh, voices and some spirits come mm-hmm. in and all that. I, I would. I got some cool travel. pictures. I got some cool pictures from there. I'll have to share with you. Definitely, I, definitely. I met. Yeah. Uh, Never gone with recording you know, you know, equipment, just pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you met Dan, Have you met Daniel Clay's before? Daniel Clay's. No. He's from. Uh, he's from. He's from the. Uh, He's from he's from a TV show and all that. I got to meet him this past Saturday. Pretty nice guy. Okay. Really cool, cool. dude. I got to meet him. Cool. And uh, are you familiar with the Hinsdale House? No. It's up in New York. The Hinsdale House. So the Hinsdale. The Hinsdale House. Hinsdale. Now I'm now I'm not familiar. Hinsdale. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar. Yeah, I'd definitely yeah. have to send you the I know a client that, uh, used to be during college. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Fine. I shouldn't That's say okay. that. No. It's more like a, more like a hey. field horse. Like a meadow. Hey, do you want me to send... <laughs> I'm kidding. You want me to I'm send kidding. you that... You want me to send you that link if you want to go? Sometime sure. Uh, yeah, send me the link. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. It's always, it's always, I want to go to Gettysburg this summer, too, maybe. They're actually having a uh, Gettysburg yeah. bash, I think, the 17th to the 19th or so. I don't know if okay. I'm going to Yeah, that there, sounds like I'm fun. I'm thinking about it. I mean, it, it's really cool there. It's you know, it's a lot mm-hmm. of haunted stuff there, but um, the reality of, is I'm getting married of, in September, so I'm probably not going to Gettysburg in August, so. Yeah, a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff is it's mostly because of the granite. Because the granite holds a lot of the. Uh, it's like a magnet. And it holds it all into yeah. it. Yeah. And it, yep. it's pretty cool. Yeah. These ghosts start over with a clean slate. Mhm. <laughs> you don't want to take that granite for granite. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, all right, man. It was good chatting with you, buddy. All right. Good chatting with you, sir. You too, brother. You guys have a great night. You too, brother. Take care. Take care. Take care of yourself. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to call into your show this Thursday, Stro. Yeah. Cool. Please do. I'll talk to you guys later. Definitely, I'll try. To. You all right. You all right. All right. You're all right, too. You guys are both cool. Hey, Justin. Don't cross Go. the streams. <laughs>
I guess. If someone asks you if you're a god, what do you say? I'm a legend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that that will get him killed. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Stro. That was a fun show. That was fun, but I'm, I'm definitely oh, pumped yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you got going on, man, as we uh, close everything out? Uh, just uh, WCW Retro Thursday night. Um, just on um, NeoCination.com. We'll be talking dream matches. So if you got a dream match you'd like to share, please call in. Should be a lot of fun. And then Friday night is Stroh Zone at midnight Eastern Standard Time at Facebook.com slash My Show. The feature for Friday night will be I Married a Monster from Outer Space. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week to In the Room. Be sure to check out all the other great shows. Just go to your favorite podcast provider, Punch in VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Thank you to Brutal Bob Evans. Fun, fun show, fun interview. Thank you to the best cast and crew that I could ever ask for. Thank you to the callers. Uh, ECWA returns with the Super 8 tournament March 26th at the Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. That's 712 Genesee Drive. And so far announced, Darius Carter, Travis Huckabee, uh, sorry, Gene Cora Moore, Janie Ryan, Fancy Ryan Clancy, and of course, uh, Eel O'Neill. And the big one that I am, of course, holding off on mentioning, the legend, Ricky Morton, going to be part of the Super 8 tournament as well. Uh, we're going to reach out, try and get some lads from the tournament to come on and uh, promote the show as we get a little bit closer. But thank you to everybody. And uh, that's about it. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Have a great night. We'll talk to you real soon. Love you all. Bye-bye.